Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe, purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. What's going on all? We are excited. We are back and we're ready to jump into it. Man, where has time gone? We are already in May. 2023 is catching up with us. Mm-hmm. But before we go any further, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Home Ownership and Marriage. I am Jarrell Lowe. And I'm Brittany Lowe. And we are the Lowe Property Team. My goodness, 2023 is flying right now. And there's so much happening and so short or such a the, the, the shortest amount of time possible. I think there's a few things out there that we want to talk about in this episode. But I just want to give you a brief update. Our sweet girl. Oh. Lord have mercy. She is almost four months. And I think just it feels so great to the the sleep. um, The the midnight terrorist is not the terrorist as much anymore. But gosh, we just. She's never been. He's just exaggerating. Yeah. Well, thanks in good part to, to. was it Darylin sleep sack? What is this thing that she's doing? Merlin sleep yeah, suit. Yeah, the, the sleep suit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, thanks in good part to friends, family that recommended the, the Maryland's, the the swim the sleep suit. One day, uh, Jarrell will get all the baby lingo down. Yeah, it's just too much going on. Dock-a-tock, rock-a-sock, and all the other good stuff that's out there. But our great girl is just sleeping so well at night. It's amazing just to see her wake up and smile in the morning. But I think that Midnight Terrace has transitioned to the Day Terrace because she is catnap Jack to the T. We just need to figure out this part of it because it almost feels like she's just fighting. She doesn't want to go to sleep. I don't want to miss anything. She is just nosy McNoodle and just wants to see the whole house and everything that's going on. But we're so grateful that she's in a good space. And my goodness, where has time gone? I don't know. She's amazing, though. But I think, you know, as we're kind of figuring still this whole parent thing out and the balance, it is a lot. But it's, you know, it keeps us on our toes. And I feel like over time, each day, there's always something new. We're constantly getting better. um, And we're just grateful for our clients that you know, are giving us a little bit of grace here and there when we can't get to them right away. Um, you know, if it's bath time or if she's napping or something like that. So, And in, speaking of clients, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think that's a great segue to jump into the show. A couple of clients have reached out, right? Current clients that we're working with. And of course, the headlines and the news take precedent, right? And I think this was a great episode to talk about some of the things that are happening what's going on with the economy economy, and the chaos we are experiencing. My goodness, I got to get my words together today. We're going to talk a little bit about the feds. We're going to talk about the rising interest rates, the mortgage fees, and the LLPA that goes into effect today, today, and how that affects you. If you have a good credit score or if you have a bad credit score, these are things that we need to know. Last but not least, there's one that I also want to bring up. And it's, I think we got a lot of misinformation about, but the 40-year mortgage and how to take advantage of that opportunity if that's something that you need support with. But let's just jump into it. I don't think there's any better way to do it. 
But to understand the feds, ah, my word, the feds, most of the Federal Reserve's interest rate hikes may be, it has been stated that these hikes, extreme hikes, may be in the rearview mirror, meaning 2023, or um, excuse me, 2022, we saw some hikes that we haven't experienced since 1980s. We saw the jumps. We saw the crazy stuff happening, which really put a damper on the market because clients or the shoppers out there didn't know, you know, if you didn't have the lock and shop, some uh, lenders didn't have the 2-1 buy down yet. Like there wasn't opportunities for these op- for uh, buyers to know what's coming about and then how to prepare for the market in its chaotic moments that we experience. With the rising interest rates, they said it might be in the rearview mirror, right? And I think what we also need to understand is how many more increases can we take, can the economy take before it breaks? That's what we have to ask ourselves. The feds are playing a real crazy game right now. Mm-hmm. You got, you know, it's a teeter-totter. You're walking on fine ice because the more that you continue, you say you're trying to combat inflation, but the more you keep hiking this stuff, it's making it even more difficult for families that are trying to prepare or trying to get through or trying to break into that home ownership opportunity. So I think it's also important to understand. I think, I think... And based on the information that I know, I am not, I, I, I don't follow this day in and day out, but I think from what we are seeing and experiencing, right, this late 2022 and early 2023, we've seen the collapse of a few banks. We've seen, you know, chaos across the world. Um, we've seen, you know, the dollar being challenged. I think what we're going to see approaching into 2023 with interest rates is they're going to start to downshift a little bit. And that downshift is not going to happen as fast as what we've seen in 2022. It's going to be a gradual process until we level out somewhere around that 4.5, 5, uh, 5% interest rate um, is where I think is where that sweet spot's going to be. Um, and in my mind, I'm not an expert, but I think that's a great place for us to be at just across the board. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, correct me if I'm wrong, but this past week we had the opportunity to be a part of kind of a, a brainstorm, um, you know, as we're talking about projections of the market and rates for this next year and later, you know, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four of just this year alone. And I think if I wasn't, if I'm not mistaken, it, next year, I think they were projecting to go back down to, I think, what was that, 4.75 yeah. around that range. So something, you know, to keep in mind, but again, just because the rates are going to drastically go down, that might not mean it's a great time for you to buy, yeah. um, right? Because like we always talk about that if rates go down, that likely means that it's going to be more competitive, right? Yeah. Your purchase price, you're going to have to come up more. So it's it's trade-off. Yeah, and I think with those projections, you know, it. It in theory, we can say it's a great thing and we can forecast that 2024, 2024 is going to bring these great interest rates. But I think at the start of this year, we also experienced that the banks were getting, I mean, I'm sorry, not the banks, but the feds were getting ready to hike the interest rates again. 
But with the collapsing of the banks, that was something that they couldn't forecast. So that had to change, to alter their plans. And I think what we've seen in that February, uh, that February meeting was they downshifted, right? In the sense that we, we had to take a, a different approach with the banks collapsing. And now these interest rates took a quarter dip. And that's the direction we're seeing it, right? We're wanting to see it go. In the sevens we've experienced early this year, I think this summer it might get down to six. Six, six, five. But again, we can't project it. I think the best information we can give you is to sit down and have a real conversation with your family, uh, your loved ones, whoever it may be. Um, I think a great, a, a great thing that I've learned, um, uh, let me capture this, God, because I can't remember the book. And what's crazy is I read this book three years ago, and we just met a, a, um, a young lady that's uh, going to be starting in the tech world, and her parents are going to be the bank for her. Um, and the crazy part is that she's going to be paying them back at a lower interest rate than what's even in the market right now. And I think when you start to have those conversations, then the chaos with the feds and all these things that are going on, I can't remember if the book was Be the Bank or nevertheless, it talked about how your family could be the bank for your future endeavors and stuff like that. Um, but it was a great, great read. Once I once it comes to my mind, I'll make sure to share it or maybe I'll post it on IG and Facebook for those that want to read it. Yeah, and I think that that's something that also goes hand in hand with just creating generational wealth, yeah. you know, for your family. And what great way to start than jumping into home ownership. And I think that's what's in key. What's key is sharing this information, making sure we're doing our research, doing our due diligence, learning more. And there's so much information. There's so many ways, so many opportunities. We can't just be confined or pigeonholed, uh, pigeon-toed into this one way of becoming a homeowner. Um, so, yeah. The feds are, it's all over the place. Uh, I think we've taken a severe hit this early or early on in 2023, but I'll also believe when we see that or experience that, it gives us great opportunity to rebound. See, for me, I see a uh, struggle. I see challenges. I see a down market as opportunity. And I always want to capitalize on the opportunity. So you have to be in position one, take care of your family, get your financials up, take care of, you know, if you need to have an emergency fund or if you need to have a slush fund or if you need to have, you know, a ready to invest fund, whatever it is, just get your get your funds situated so you can be prepared for whichever direction the market goes. And then when that opportunity arises, jump, right? Don't let the interest rate scare you. Don't let what the chaos on the news is telling you frighten you because we, we they share this fear monger information. And I think that's important to go ahead and segue us, segue into what we wanted to talk about next, right? Was the mortgage fees, right? The, mm-hmm. I think there was a, <clears throat> um, a lot of people inquiring about the 40-year mortgage because they are looking for ways to reduce their monthly. And I think it's a great opportunity, but I think we are also misinformed about the 40-year mortgage. Reason being, this is not a new mortgage um, program that's being rolled out. This is only for those that are severely struggling or suffering. Maybe they missed two or three payments in a row and they need support, right? They need help so they don't default on their loan. There's some quick points I want to give to you about the 40-year mortgage. I think that's important to note. 
This is only available via loan modification. It's not a purchase. Point two, they only let absolutely struggling borrowers switch to this, like if they are rolling late payments or have multiple lates in a row. And point three, if you ever need to refinance down the line, you will lose the loan modification. So when we're talking about the 40-year mortgage, right, yes, they're going to stretch that loan out over 40 years versus 30 years, but also keep in mind that that interest that you're paying back is going to even double or it's going to it's going to increase and you might not be ready to make that commitment to a million dollars in interest alone. I mean, it's Yeah, I would I mean, let's just use an example though first. Um, Because I think what helps me and may help others is just if we talk about some numbers here. So say, for instance, that you have like a $300,000 mortgage, right? And let's say your interest rate is 6.5. So for a a 30-year mortgage, we ran these numbers earlier, your monthly payment is going to equate somewhere around 1,800, right? Your total paid over 30 years is going to be about 683. Um, so 683,000, uh, 683, yes. And your total interest for that 30 year mortgage is going to be a, around, I would say 384,000, yeah. right? So the difference then now, when you're looking at a 40 year mortgage, your monthly, yes, it's going to be lower, but you're only talking about, about 1700. So maybe a hundred, $150, um, lower. Yeah. Now your total paid over 40 years is going to be about 846,000, which is a 200,000 increase, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. then your total interest is going to be about 546,000, which, which is, is a, going to be another 250,000 increase mm-hmm. in interest. And I Brittany, thank you for sharing that cuz that brings up a great point. Like when we're looking at shaving a couple bucks or dollars off the top, we have to understand, yes, we can reduce this amount to what, 1700 All right, I'm paying 150 bucks less. But the reality is, is for 40 years, you're going to be paying 250000 more in interest than you would on a 30-year. So again, if you're struggling, I say use this as a last option because I do not want you to lose your house. But if you're struggling, I think we need to look internally and say, can I add a second job? Can I, can I figure out how to increase my income? Or can I put pride to side and, excuse me, put pride to the side and maybe talk to a family member, right? Hey, I have a three bedroom, two bath. Would you be interested in renting a room for 600 bucks? Or, hey, a friend, a colleague, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to start renting rooms in my house. I just need help getting through these tough times. And what you'll realize is the moment you're willing to put pride to the side and invest in these opportunities, yes, we would all love to get out of that dormitory phase or the college cohabiting cohabiting phase but the reality is is we have to position ourselves i would love to be in the three bedroom two bath by myself but the reality the reality is i continue to share this if i can rent out those other two rooms and make up 1500 in rent why not why not take advantage of that so i can get through this tough season in my life and be prepared for that next one to come with that being said, I don't want to continue to uh, harp on that. Uh, let's just, I think, jump into it. And well, leave. I think oh. one other thing to note with that as well is that if you're not ready for a 30-year right now and you're contemplating a 40-year, maybe you just need to wait it out um, and think about a long-term plan to get that 30-year. Yeah, yeah. Well, the 40-year is only 
modification, not for new purchase. Um, but I absolutely agree. Wait it out. Don't feel rushed. If you can sleep on it, I, I told my wife when we got our house, you know what? If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And by golly, that thing was meant to be. We took a couple days to think about it, and we pulled the trigger. Um, and with that being said, I think what's good to note, I think you guys can hear we have a visitor, and she is just waking from her nap. When we do our shows, there is no... There's no um, studio we're in our front room there's no you know lights camera no this is the front room we're live and our young girls right here with us uh, along the journey family business family (laughs) business all right let's jump into that next point how about that oh the llpa my goodness there's been a lot of smoke in the news about this one rightfully so um with biden's camp introducing this new my goodness, I'm, I'm blanking on the terminology. I just knew it was LLPA, which is Loan Level Price Adjustment Matrix. And it is absolutely the matrix because you got to dive into the weeds to fully understand this thing. People with good credit scores are going to take a higher fee, mortgage fee, to help people with lower credit scores. Now, that headline is catchy. Right. But you got to dive into the weeds a little bit to fully understand what's going on here. And when I talk about the weeds, we have to understand this update has gone into effect today. The FHFA, Federal Housing Finance Agency, supervises Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which are the May. The, the two big dogs of all mortgages, right? They house all, the majority of the mortgages, that's to say, that you are seeing in the market. Those with higher credit scores still have lower fees than buyers with low credit scores, but the costs, their costs are rising. How so, right? I, I want to put this into context. I think we have to understand if you have a credit score of 640 and you're putting 20% down, you would take a 3% hit to loan hit to your loan. And to address some of the clips that you're hearing in the news and the quick takes that you're hearing, right, with the 740 score, the fee was 0.75, and now it is 0.5, right? They're just allocating the, 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 the fee to support those that are a lot, I would say their credit score is a little challenged. These fees are not paid out of pocket. This matrix is used to formulate the rate. That's why I said you got to get into the weeds. Just don't read the headlines and react. It, it is catchy, like, dude, I've worked I worked five years to get my credit score together, and now you're telling me I'm going to have to pay a higher fee to help someone that is, you know, credit score is probably not where it needs to be. Again, dive into the weeds. Don't jump at the headlines. Uh, The LLPA adjustments uh, matrix, it is absolutely a matrix, and you have to probably go watch the matrix to understand what we're referencing here. For first-time homebuyers, with qualifying income less than or equal to 100% of the area median income, the AMI, or 120% AMI in high-cost areas, LLPAs will be waived. That's why I said you got to dive into the weeds because there's some fine print that gives wiggle room for those that are, you know, that have high credit scores that are concerned or for those that have low credit scores that are concerned. And these are, we're talking conventional loans in general, like all, all across the board conventional loans. So with that, I think it's important to note, right, the LLPA, when we're saying, why do I have to suffer with a good credit score to help somebody that has a less credit score than me? 
You know, it sounds disgusting. It sounds nasty up front, but there's some fine print that we need to read to make sure um, it, it captures everything to give you the detail to let you know that there's provisions that can be waived and that can keep you out of it. So we talked about the rising interest rates. We talked about the 40-year mortgage. We've talked about the, the new matrix that's going into effect. Um, I, I think just to note, opportunities, right? As we're looking through these, and I think this is a great time, like Brittany always says, uh, shares, um, this is a great time to speak with your lender. Have a conversation with your lender. If you are in the home shopping process and you're preparing to buy your home or, you know, starting the search or just submitting documentation, it is a great time to have a conversation with lender and talk about your ABC plan. And that C plan is if the world goes away, here's the direction we're going to go, right? The A is, I think I got this from um, Reed Hoffman, but your A plan is your direct plan. My Here to there, this is what we want to do. We want to purchase a home. My B plan is a quick pivot. If I can't purchase this home, my pivot may be a townhome, maybe a condo, maybe a stepper into that direction. Or if the economy just totally just goes in a flux, Here's my C plan that I can totally just go in a different direction and make adjustments. I love having options. I love having opportunities. And I'll tell you just from experience on what we're doing, um, the quicker I can get our loan paid off, right, the better. I am also not going to go broke trying to pay this loan off because I want to experience life with my family. I want to pour into my wife. I want to pour into our beautiful girl. So what we're doing is I pay 125 bucks extra to my principal every month. Uh, it's an extra payment to the principal every month. And this the, is something we always recommend to our clients when yeah. they close as well. I, and most people, it's, it's the compound effect that we always hear, but we never talk about. If you can just keep paying that extra, right, it, there's going to be a lot of people that tell me that that's not a good idea. I shouldn't go that route or uh, there's a different route I should be going. But here's what we do. I pay 125 over every month to our mortgage and that's directly to principal. Depending on the type of year we have, I make one extra payment in December uh, that's a total mortgage. So instead of paying 12 months, I'll be paying a 13th payment in December, which is all principal payment. Why? Because I don't want to sit on five, $600,000 in interest that's going to sit with me for the next 25 years. The quicker I can get this house to free and clear or you know, increasing the equity and value in this home, you know, there's ways that you go about doing that and there's things that you can do. But for us financially, I don't want to maximize payments to this. And I just want to give us a comfortable space um, where my wife can still do her thing and we can still take Mara out to the parks, play and have a fun time. Or when the time comes to take her to the, oh my goodness, to Disneyland, I'm not looking forward to that. But we want to be financially prepared for that. With that being said, I know that doesn't set up for everyone. But so when you're looking at the 40-year mortgage, when you have concerns about the LLPA, I encourage you to please reach out to a lender or reach out to us and we can connect you to a lender. 
We have a plethora of lenders we work with, some that we really value as people and close friends. And I think this is a great time. 2023, do not wait for the market to drop and then go get ready. Get ready. And then when the market drops, you can start being competitive with your offers in the market. As our little girl's ramping up right now, I think this is a great time to cut it. Um, But as always, we are looking for help to grow our community. We got one listener in the back that's disgruntled, but we need your support. If you don't mind sharing the podcast, listen to me ramble. Um, We also want you to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Homeownership and marriage, the two things that the world is telling us not to do, we're telling you to do. Um, And with that being said, you can also contact us at lowpropertyteam.com or you can reach out to us across all social media mediums. Why? Because we want to work on building community and what does building community look like that inquires us collaborating, that that requires us um, sharing information, resources, communicating, having fun, events. These are all things that we are about as people, but we also like to share with our clients. Um, and with that being said, Brittany's just tied up right now, but tune in. Next episode, we are going to jump into some great stuff. Our beautiful girl is approaching three months. Oh, my word. And we want to continue to share what resources we have. And we want the knowledge that we're picking up. We're getting on the mic and we're giving it to you. Um, as always, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, comment, subscribe. Until next episode. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, help or resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.